1: Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 10th of June. In your Squiz Today, Albanese hosts Ardern for talks, intense fighting in Ukraine, a new study reveals overtreatment of breast cancer, and long weekend cooking plans. This is your Squiz Today. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is hosting his first world leader with the arrival of New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern yesterday. They caught up for an informal dinner last night ahead of a big day of formal talks today. For a bit of context, they're on the same progressive side of politics as leaders of the Labor Party in both countries. Still, there are plenty of meaty items on the agenda, one being 501 deportees, generally a bone of contention between our two countries.
2: It is. And just to explain that, 501 deportees refer to the group of people who are Kiwi citizens who have been deported from Australia uh, under Section 501 of the Migration Act. Uh, That's that they didn't pass the Australian character test. That could come after almost living a lifetime in Australia. There's plenty of examples uh, of Kiwis who have been deported from Australia despite being born in New Zealand and living basically their whole lives here. Uh, As you say, it is a bone of contention. There is a criminal element to all of this. What Kiwi authorities say is that 501 deportees are behind escalating gang problems in New Zealand. It's certainly something that Ardern has raised uh, with governments in the past. And it's something that is very much front and centre of these talks.
1: Another topic, of course, that is a cause for concern for both countries is China's ambitions in the Pacific region.
2: Yep, safe to say that that is a joint concern. Uh, Mm -hmm. Ardern was in the United States last week and she had a meeting with US President Joe Biden. The pair put out a statement saying that they are worried that China might establish military bases across the Pacific and that they have grave concerns over China's human rights record when you look at places like Xinjiang uh, and Hong Kong. So what happened after that was that Ardern personally uh, was rebuked by China. So she really is on much the same journey as our government has been. Also, another key thing is what to do in the Pacific. Both New Zealand and Australia recognise that they need to step up and do more with our Pacific Island
1: neighbours. One thing pundits will be taking note of is how well the two leaders get along, what their rapport will be like. Australia, of course, remains New Zealand's closest ally, second largest trading partner, and most important diplomatic relationship. We'll stand by to see what comes out of those talks today. Over to Ukraine and the fighting in the country's eastern Donbass region continues to intensify with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky saying the city of Severodonetsk is seeing the war's worst fighting.
2: And what reports this morning say is that it's all but certain that that city will fall into Russia's control. What Zelensky has said is that that will pretty much decide the fate of the country's whole eastern region, uh, that with the fall of that city, it will fall into Russian control, that of course, moving forward is something for Ukraine to consider when it comes to the way it fights the war now uh, and what Russia might do as it pushes beyond that eastern region. So there's lots of questions that come with the fall of that key city.
1: Also making news from the war this morning, two Britons and one Moroccan who had been fighting in Ukraine have been sentenced to death by a court that Russia has set up in that eastern Donbass region. UK politicians have accused Russia of undertaking a form of hostage-taking that court is not internationally recognised. The murder trial against former rugby league player and teacher Chris Dawson is back in the headlines. He's accused of murdering his wife, Lynn, back in the 80s, and a lot of people know of this case, of course, because of the Teacher's Pet podcast. His twin brother was on the stand giving evidence yesterday, Claire.
2: Yeah, he was. That's Paul Dawson. What he said yesterday is that the woman known as JC in this trial, uh, she's the teenager who moved in with Chris Dawson and eventually became his wife, uh, that she had more money motive to kill Lynn than anyone. Uh, What they played in court yesterday was an intercepted phone call from 1999 between the brothers. And in that call, Paul said to Chris that she was the one who probably had motive. Uh, It's something that they explored yesterday because, of course, it's a new element that not many people have heard before. So that trial is ongoing. Yeah, it's
1: expected to go for another week. On to health news now. A new study has revealed that some breast cancer patients have received invasive and life-changing treatments that may have been unnecessary. The study looks at how overdiagnosis and over-treatment of the disease has caused some patients' psychological harm.
2: Yeah, it's the first study of its kind, and it's one that has been really welcomed by the profession. Uh, What they say is that when it comes to big screening programs, it also means a big capture of disease. And when it comes to that, it might not be that all of those cases need the really invasive sort of treatments that can come from something like breast cancer. What they say is that for every 2,000 women who are screened, uh, about 11 women will be picked up and one will have a severe disease that needs to have that really big lot of treatment. But there's 10 healthy women that wouldn't have been diagnosed without that screening and that probably don't need much treatment at all, that they can quite healthily live with the disease. So it's a debate that the experts have welcomed.
1: Estimates of breast cancer over diagnosis vary from 10% to 30% depending on the study methods.
0: A quick message now from our podcast partner. dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.
1: The company Ikea is pretty nifty at coming up with solutions for your house and home. In Norway, they want to help you name your baby. They've compiled a name bank, Claire, for those parents looking for a unique name. There's
2: a baby boom in Norway and that seems to have come off the back of COVID. Uh, I imagine it's quite cold and dark in Norway at the best of times. But when you're locked down, I guess baby making is one of those things that are (laughs) on the agenda. So uh, what IKEA has very helpfully done is draw up a list of about 800 names It goes from everything from mom through to Trotten. I'm not quite (laughs) sure Trotten is probably going to hit the list of top 10 names. One thing that it did explain, though, is that there actually is a whole system when it comes to naming IKEA products, uh, and it's distinctive to their category. Um, So, for example, bathroom items are named
1: according to Swedish lakes and bodies of water. Yeah, and bed covers are named after flowers and plants. Children's products are named after animals. That all came about as they moved away from products Product numbers because the founder of IKEA found that product numbers were difficult because of his dyslexia. We're heading into a long weekend in New South Wales. Claire, what's on the kitchen agenda for you?
2: So I'm going away for a bit of the weekend, but I'm not going to let the weekend braise go amiss. Uh, I'm going to put a cocker riesling on the stove today, uh, put it in the fridge. I'm back on Sunday night. It'll have a couple of days to develop all its lovely flavours. When you think of this dish, it's a sort of white wine version of cocker vin, which you use red wine for. Uh, Lovely bits of bacon, lovely bits of mushroom, A nice baked chicken It's a really good one
1: How happy is future you Going to be with (laughs) today you? That's what I'm planning There's a good payoff on this one (laughs) Future Claire's going to be very happy Also in Friday Lights today A link to an article About how to boost your tax return Ahead of tax time I'll pop the link in your episode notes But of course you can always find Friday Lights With these recipe suggestions And a few other things we liked Across the internet this week In the Squiz Today newsletter squeeze the day or across the weekend Claire what are you keeping an eye on There's lots of chat
2: about movies from the 80s, of course, with the resurgence of Top Gun. I don't know anyone that has gone and seen it and didn't love it, so that's something to think about for the weekend. When it comes to this weekend, it's the anniversaries of the premieres of Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, also E.T. and Jurassic Park. So if you're looking
1: for another retro hit, they're a good trio. (laughs) Gosh, some classic, classic movies right there. Uh, For me, it's World Gin Day on Saturday if you need a reason for a little GT, aside from the fact that, hey, it is the weekend. <laughs> but as you said, we will be taking the long weekend. So no Squiz Today podcast on Monday, but we will, of course, be back with you on Tuesday. Have a good one. We'll talk to you then.
0: Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream. Which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week